All right, hello everyone. My name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I'm really, really excited with our special guest that we have here. We've been trying to get Dorian Green now on our, on our podcast for a little bit, and being the CEO of Keto Mojo has its, uh, its, its schedule being jam-packed, but he's here to tell us his story and how the Keto Mojo is really uh, finding a, a, a niche in the market that was needed and is really important for you, the sufferer of anxiety or fatigue, exhaustion, not being able to handle your stressors very well. And it could be an awesome tool that you're missing out on. So um, without further ado, Dorian, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Dr. Joe, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be um, on, on your podcast. This is great. Um, yes. Yes. Well, good. Thank you so much. I, I we met a couple about beginning of the year in a, in a workshop in Boca Raton um, for a, a live it to lead it type conference, and um, I was amazed with uh, with what you had because of what were the options prior to what you had, like going to the street corner and trying to get a keto meter that would also do your glucose. So tell us about your story. Tell us about who you are and. Obviously, you have an accent where you're from and, and what you have now in terms of your major um, contribution to the world. Oh, God, thank you. And so let's, let's rewind a little bit. Um, uh, I came to America 22 years ago from, uh, from England. Uh, I arrived with $750 uh, in, in my pocket, basically. And I met a wonderful lady, Mrs. Mojo, uh, otherwise known as Gemma Coaches, my wife. I arrived on August the 6th. I met her on September the 12th. And we were married December the 19th. That was 22 years ago. So our, our anniversary is coming up. Must remember. Right. <laughs> must remember. Big and trouble. So, so for many years, I was in a, had a different career. I was in hospitality and events in New York, New York City. And then I came over to the Napa Valley and I was in the wine industry. But the wine industry took its toll. And I ballooned in weight. And it was ended up to being nearly 270 pounds. Uh, I had no energy. Um, you know, my focus was completely gone and, and everything just wasn't running right for me. And a good friend of mine, Todd White, a dry farm wines, you know, he was very much like, you got to give up the white devils. It was like a preacher, those white devils, like cast them out. And I'm like, what on earth are you talking about? So I started doing uh, a lot of reading. I was looking at all the top podcasts. I was looking at everything on YouTube. And the more and more I learned about the ketogenic diet and the ketogenic way of life, it just seemed to resonate. And the science was extremely sound. So I went from paleo to keto. And I was testing with a competitor's meter. It was the Abbott meter. And each of the strips at that time was $4 each. And, you know, what happened is my weight started to, 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 to drop on off slow and steady, one to two pounds a week. I lost a total of 47 pounds. All I did was keto and yoga. And um, the results were remarkable. Um, my, my focus got better. My brain power got better. My ability just to have that joie de vivre got better. I came off all of my antidepressant medications. And, you know, I felt like I was when I was 24. I felt like I, I could take on the world. And that was remarkable to me. But then I came back and I was looking at those little tiny strips. And I was like, why is this $4? When you deconstruct a strip, it's just a bit of lamination with some enzyme on it and a printed circuit board on the back. This shouldn't be $4. 
So I drew up a list of about 100 manufacturers across the globe. I cross-matched that to the federal regulations, the 510Ks, to see who could legally sell it in, into America. And I called and I emailed and I dialed and I jumped on planes. And you know, it, the business model was the classic back of the cocktail napkin. Test three times a day for less than the cost of a latte. You'll be amazed at how many people don't know how much a latte costs you know we needed to get to one dollar a strip for us to have a viable product that i felt that the community could embrace testing because everybody's bio individuality uh is unique you know somebody could do 20 grams net carbs somebody can do 20 grams only total carbs somebody might be able to be a, a workout and be able to even get away with 50 grams of carbs it, it's that person's individuality and the one you know, the, you know, the, the, you know what, I, what bothered me was like, we were hearing that people were just um, proselytizing of doing the lowest common denominator and go like 20 grams net, that's what you want. But what if you can have a little bit more vegetables in, on your plate? How cool would that be? What if you could have a sweet potato with creme fraiche and sprinkled with bacon's, uh, bacon bits on it? And that's not a problem and it doesn't kick you out of ketosis. You get something more. And so that was what the genesis of it. So we launched in August of, um, uh, of 2017. And uh, so we were going to ship on September the 12th, which is my wife's birthday, because I could remember the shipping date and make sure that we got it out to everybody. And, uh, and we got it out three days early and it was embraced by the community incredibly. And I'm really really honored that they have they've embraced what we've been, been trying to, to do um so we had that on september the 12th we had a second delivery on september the, the 25th third one was october the 6th and then the fires hit here in napa california on, on october the 9th and my wife and i packed up our, our two cars the dogs the cats and hurried off the mountain in basically a firestorm as um, you know, we had about 25 minutes to pack on up. We didn't wait um, for the police to come or anybody to say, get on out. We could see the fire on Atlas Peak. We could see the fire down on Partrick. So there was fire to my left, there was fire to my um, south. And then we heard about the Cape Dale Trinity fire coming up the backside of Mount Vida. So I basically had fire on three sides and wow. we weren't, we weren't going to wait. We were like, let's get out. And we, we drove down the mountain and as we're coming off the mountain, you could see the whole of the Stag's Leap District Palisades on, on fire. And that was pretty much uh, a bit of a game changer for, for my wife and I. Um, I can recall the next morning taking my computer and I could find a gas station down in South Napa and I'm on the concrete forecourt doing all the customer service going everything's fine the all of our product is down in southern california we're still in business and uh yeah it was a bit of a trying time and it was a blessing and a curse because um you know the, the curse of just having to, to to lose everything that you've worked for in 22 years is, is pretty tough thankfully we had insurance and when we got the first insurance check for all of our possessions as i said to gems you don't mind if we don't buy any more clothes or any more stuff and can we invest in the business um, because the demand was so strong. So we basically put our house, our 401ks, 22 years of life savings and all of our insurance money. So um, there's nobody more into the business and trying to make sure that the success uh, and myself and um, the Kijinic community have reciprocated. And so in turn, we're in the processes right now of setting up a foundation, the Ketogenic Foundation, and I'll be using 
a large percentage of our profits um, to reinvest back in clinical trials and studies um, uh, into the efficacy and use for the ketogenic diet for different therapies. Because as I've gone around, like where I met you at um, a Live It to Lead It conference in, in, in Florida, and I go to other ones like the Walls Protocol, and um, we were just on the island of Jeju um, for uh, uh, the sixth annual symposium for ketogenic therapies for neurological disorders. And we're speaking to these clinicians and they are all underfunded because it's the drug companies that fund science in America. If you've got something that doesn't have a drug related, trying to get that money to study that is so hard. And I've realized as I'm looking around and I'm seeing all these different new cookie companies and these bar companies and all that stuff heading the ketogenic space, I'm not seeing anybody give back. So we, I said to Jim, they were like, we don't need too much in our lives. Now, once you lose everything, you suddenly realize that you don't actually need as much as what you had before. And so our choice was, you know what, let's see if we can give back here and start to fund clinical trials and studies. So we've currently got three that we're doing. We're doing one for brain cancer at Cedars-Sinai Hospital. Um, and then we have another one that we're doing with Cedars-Sinai for non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And then I have another one that we're going to be doing for UCSF um, for type 2 diabetes. And our goal really with the foundation is to really start to see how we can use ketogenic therapies as, as, as an adjunctive to the normal standard of care that we're seeing in some of these things. Wow, that's awesome story. Thank you, Dorian, for sharing that. Um, literally selling the shirt off your back to start your business. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend going as a business plan, going up against Fortune 500 companies. It's sort of like a chances of success slim <laughs> right yeah. no, that's incredible story so just a couple of things in there just in case a couple of people don't know what we're talking about and i'll just show them it's the keto keto mojo which is basically a um a tool to measure your glucose levels um just like as if you were a diabetic but the caveat is it has uh the ability to measure your ketones out of the same machine with just a different right. strip and and what you were saying too is, is that what's amazing is like any opportunity that you found sort of a marketplace where there was a pocket where there really wasn't, there was no sense to not have a strip that should be less than, you know, shouldn't be more than a dollar per, and you found that and here we are. So, and then just for the other people that may not know, the white devil is that any flour, enriched stuff, any sugar, anything like that, that can really just spike your glucose. So, so great. So as far as now with the, um, with the Keto Mojo and, um, and understanding the ability to um, become uh, ketogenic, uh, I, I, what are your, I guess, I, I guess the first question I would, would ask you is, is um, what are your, what are your um, impressions of some of the challenges, even if they have the Keto Mojo, um, and, and they're seeing like, oh, I'm not really getting into ketosis or um, my glucose isn't really falling because that's what I'm seeing with my patients. And it's a, it's a concern, obviously, Dorian, because this isn't just a diet that you do, you know, half, half you know, dabbling. You can't really yeah. dabble in it per se because so, there are some challenges. And it may not be right for everyone based on some of their uh, epigenetics findings or their genetic findings or their microbiome their stress levels, 
um, and any infections and so forth that they have. But anyways, let me ask you, what are you finding in terms of some of the challenges that, that you're seeing with this machine now? So, I mean, the challenges that we see uh, are usually on, on the human side. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you want to try and change your body or change the way that you have been living, it's not easy. We, we get into these old habits. I mean, I got into terrible habits and you have to do a reset. And once you decided to do the reset and say, I'm going to make the difference in my life, there's the accountability becomes really important. And you also want to have the affirmation that what you're doing is right. And so what I found was that, you know, with a, a simple tiny little pinprick and we use the tiniest of needles. It's only like a 33 gauge. So you, you, it's almost like somebody's just going to give you a little light tap. And um, when you test and you see that you're in ketosis, then you know your dietary choices that you have made have been the correct one. And if you test and you see those blood glucose levels coming down, then you know, you're like, okay, great. I got this. I've got this. And then that helps on a daily basis to keep you going. Now, it only takes 30 days of discipline to kind of like give yourself that reset, to set yourself that new habit. And we find that we have a, a finite lifetime um, uh, with, with our customers. And that's great because, you know, what we want is to change those people's habits you know, is to say, you know what, I am going to make sure I get a good night's sleep. I'm going to put on my aura ring and I am going to make sure that I'm going to keep away from any computers for about an hour before bed. And I'm going to make sure I've got that good night's sleep. Why? If you are stressed, your cortisol is going to spike. And if your cortisol is going to spike, your blood glucose will go up. So here you can kind of like see that just even a good night's sleep will bring down that blood glucose. That gives you, you're refreshed, you're ready to take on the day. You start your day with a good breakfast because you've got the energy level that you needed because you weren't tossing and turning all the night. And you eat something that is very healthy in the morning, like a nice, super full fat Greek yogurt. I love peak yogurt. And um, it's 17% fat. It's like a triple cream yogurt. It's killer. Um, I hopefully that you can find it in your area there. I do a little sprinkling of pecans on there because they're the best um, uh, nuts that you can have and maybe three blackberries, three raspberries and a, a little touch of blueberries just on in that. And that's a very healthy breakfast to have in, in the morning or I even skip it. So um, for me, on a, you know, when you look at different ketogenic diets and I, and I say different ketogenic diets because there is somebody who's going to use a ketogenic diet for weight loss. Then there's a person who's going to use a ketogenic diet for perhaps a, a neurological disorder, a disorder um, epilepsy, um, bipolar, schizophrenia, ADHD, traumatic brain injury. And then there's somebody who might use a ketogenic diet for cancer. Now in cancer, they're going to be looking for a very, they're looking to hit the GKI, which is the glucose ketone index. They want to get to a ratio of one, which means they've got to have very high ketones and very low glucose to get that. For a neurological, it's, they have to find the sweet spot for them. Like for me, when I have my ketones between 1.1 and 1.7, that's my sweet spot neurological. I don't get the fits of despair that I used to get. I don't get that, that massive amount of depression and I'm feeling really good. For weight loss, you know, I do agree with like the Louise Fields and others of keto gains. Don't go chasing ketones, chase results. Yeah, being in aesthetic nutritional ketosis and yeah, get down to the gym, lift weights and you bring that in. I think fasting is also a, little, a super great thing to do. 
So you've got to see how those different pieces will apply to you and what you're looking to try and achieve in, in your life. What, how have you found that uh, you've used um, the Keto Mojo um, uh, with your patients? What sort of like protocol do you like to use? Sure. No, great question. So just to follow up on what you said and tie into what, what you asked me is, it's really great in terms of the domino effect that it, it, it creates with accountability, as you mentioned, in terms of being able to, to see, like one of the main things that I look for to teach the people that I work with, Dorian, that are dealing with exhaustion and being burnt out and adrenal problems is I want them to first and foremost correlate the difference between physiological hunger and psychological craving. I think that's yeah. a huge, a huge thing. Because most people I talk to, they're, I'm hypoglycemic. If I don't eat, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to die and I'm going to go in a coma. You know, that's how they feel. And, uh, and I think when they start to test their glucose and they see that it's above 100 at that instance, it's not necessarily a physiological craving that's going on. I mean, a physiological hunger. Bingo. Right? I mean, when I've been doing fasting, you know, it's, it's, it's psychological and physiological. And the psychological Pavlov's dog rings that bell. It rang that bell at lunchtime recess. It rang that bell when you kind of like got home and you wanted to have a cocktail. And beating Pavlov's dog is, is, is the hard one. And when I was doing like extended three-day fasts, and it takes a while to build up your, your fasting muscles, um, so to speak. And that's really the mental game. And when I was like, oh, I'm, I think I'm hungry, I would test myself. And I would see my ketones in threes and fours. And I like, you know, like, cause fasting ketones are a lot higher than your normal daily ketones. And I'm like, well, that told me that my body was awash in energy. And then when I tested on my glucose and I would see my glucose in the seventies or eighties, I knew I wasn't hypoglycemic. It was here, it was in the brain. And right. that's really hard to beat. That's harder to beat. That's the hard one, I think. That I think is. Physically you can do it, but it's, 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 the, it's the brain that's gonna, gonna try to get that rewire. Yeah, well, they need to calibrate the, the what's actually going on physiologically with what's going on psychologically. I think they need that. And then, um, of course, like you said, uh, in terms of the, ad, the applications for stress, because people don't realize that why would my glucose levels be high? I haven't eaten for a while. Um, and, and they don't account for, <laughs> pardon me, the stress in their lives. And, mm -hmm. and so when we try to troubleshoot when they're waking up in the morning, and their glucose is higher than 100, and we try to, I guess, reverse engineer how we got there, we look at the day before. We look at what time were they going to bed? Did they have computers? What foods did they eat the day before? Were they eating uh, a lot more carbs than they usually do? The, and a lot of the times you can, you can sift out some of the things that now when you control for that, and then you do your own study of one and test and eliminate that one variable and then retest in the morning and nothing really changed. It wasn't so much that it was your diet or, you, you know, you were gluten free and you had a, a it, sometimes it's something more benign, like they had a call from their mother-in-law, you know, and all of a sudden <laughs> it caused their glucose level. So I think just the, the calibration is, is super important for sure to, to calibrate that. And then the other thing is to be able to understand that there's a threshold of carbs. And, and like you said, everyone has different bio individuality. And so some people can tolerate more carbs and still be um, in a ketogenic state. And some people, they, they sneeze and they, they're out of ketosis because yeah. they have so much. Uh, so that's what I've been finding with the people that I've been working with as well. So 
Yeah. yeah, there's some there's some wonderful new new tools that are out there. Um, one of my favorites is Heads Up Health, and Heads Up Health have an online platform. They've just released a new app, and you can track your sleep, you can track your glucose, you can track your ketones, you can track your macros, your Strava, your MyFitnessPal. You can bring in your LabCorp and your Quest Diagnostics, and you can see this entire platform, and you can like see exactly what's going on with your body, and you can make notations. And you can look back because you can only manage what you measure. That's the most important thing. If you start to measure, then you are able to say, hold on, I need to adjust this in my life. And then eventually you learn what is right for you. And then you don't need to test as much because you test your ketosis, You test, you know what you're doing is right and your glucose levels are low. You're making sure you're getting your, your sleep that is there. You're making sure you're maintaining your hydration and you're doing all the things. You're doing your meditation and you're, and you're working out. And then you suddenly realize, hold on, you can make the difference and you can gain control. And you know what we hear from a lot of cancer patients is when you start getting into the medical system, there is this loss of control. But then the one thing that you do have control over is what you eat and what you do with your body. And that's the most important thing. It's, it's your, it's, you make that decision. And that's what we find now, bringing um, a glucose and ketone meter, that, that control brings it back. And that's, you know, what we've tried to do is as we've got scale, you know, our, our technology roadmap is we introduced the, the Bluetooth connector and we, you know, some people say, well, why didn't you put it into the machine from the start? And I was like, I didn't have the money from the start. We didn't right. have the scale from the start. And we wouldn't, have had, we wouldn't have had a meter that would be as cost effective. So we released a meter and then I devised a method that we could actually place the Bluetooth bit in the same place where the strip goes. So every single meter we've already sold becomes backwardly compatible. And then what will eventually happen is as we get greater amounts of scale, our goal is to bring that Bluetooth connector into the meter itself at no extra charge. That's the most important thing is we've got to try and bring down the barriers of entry so that we can have more people being healthy and enjoying vibrant lives rather than this pharma bro approach that we're seeing with, you know, insulin has gone up so much over the last 20 years. Now, it's the only thing I've ever seen that is with scale, it hasn't got cheaper. Why is that? Why is it that Americans are getting fleeced of their cash that they work so hard for by large pharma companies that with scale, they should bring the cost down? And that kind of like, that is just not right. And that's the sort of thing that, you know, how come that a husband and wife team can go up against a Fortune 500 company and we put our entire house on it and we brought them game? You know, that's not them being responsible human beings. You know, this is not what we come on this earth for. We come on this earth to like, to, to live a good life and hopefully leave it better for the next generation. And that's, you know, that's what Gemma and I are trying to, to achieve with this piece. And it doesn't mean like making huge amounts of cash. That's why we set the foundation up. So that's our goal. We get scale. We'd be able to get more tech into it. We'd be able to connect on into more people. And then we can take it to the, to the next level. And I'm also putting some money aside. My other ultimate goal is to try and come up with an insulin test. But uh, it's proving to be a big challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Devising a new medical test. Uh, 
yeah, another silly little idea of mine that I'm kind of like wondering how much I'm going to put into that big black hole and uh, and get it. But I think that insulin will, will have like that three-legged stool to stand on, glucose, ketones, and, and insulin. And um, that's our, our other next piece. That's yeah, it, it's awesome. You know, you bring up lots of points. I, my head's spinning in terms of all the ways we can go here and I can ask you, but um, I think that people need to understand that the, I, I do think that the fasting glucose um, model of, of testing you after the night before and haven't eaten anything and people that can get down into that, into that range of say 65 to 99, which in my opinion is ridiculous anyways, but right. either way, I think that they can control that, but what they don't understand is that fasting insulin number, which is really a better marker of that insulin resistance and the, the, the you know, benefit of using your, your machine, um, or at least from the glucose and ketone standards. Right. As far as um, the other thing I wanted to mention too was um, there's a slippery slope, especially with the people that I work with as well, is when I get them to do too much, Dorian, in terms of, okay, I want you to start to track your carbs. Um, I have them look at their pH in the morning and at night so that they see what, what acidity levels they're at with the strip, just urine strip. <laughs> Um, and then I have them look at their glucose and their ketones and it does become overwhelming for sure. Yeah. And mm -hmm. there's a fine line between that causing stress and that trying to alleviate stress. Um, but I would, I really like what you mentioned in terms of once you start to get the, it dialed in, then you could take it away and not have to use it as much. Yeah. And then yeah. if that you're slipping or you had a stressful day um, you're used, or you, you know, you got sick, or just fell off the the wagon. Um, then you bring it back in to tighten it up, and that's really where the 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 flexibility comes in. Where the more you do that, and the more you work with a trained pr professional to maybe take you into a a full fast and and make sure that you're utilizing the ketones effectively, because there's a whole other side to that in terms of um, being able to shuttle that. Um, ketone into the cell. A lot of people with methylation problems may not be making the right nutrients or their liver isn't allowing them to produce ketones. So it's definitely not one of those things where you, you can go, I would say you can go strictly rogue and decide I'm going to do it if you've been dealing with a health condition for a long yes. time, right? Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, I always like, you know, Seek out a professional. Um, some they can do, do can get away with it very easily. Others not. And but it is it's training wheels. It, you know we we want to live a good vibrant life. And uh, I'll be really honest. I maybe now only test about once a week for curiosity, or if I'm actually kind of like checking out a new product or something like that. You know keto is my lifestyle. I know how to go out and eat and dine, and I, it just is. Um, luckily that in the Napa Valley we've got some great Mediterranean style restaurants. And we can easily swap things out. And the chefs are very, very good at uh, training us to do that. So it is, to your point, it's like you don't want to be inundated with too much. But to begin with, you've really got to kind of like set your own parameters. And then you kind of like say, I, I can get rid of these training wheels. And that's great. And I'm happy that people are no longer testing because job done that person is, is on, on the correct course of what they, they want. I mean, strangely enough, my ultimate goal is to change the farm bill in America. And people look at that and go like, what? How do you get from a, a medical device to changing the farm bill? 
Well, if we start having people shopping the perimeter of the supermarket, so they're buying great eggs and great meats, and they are um, getting some really nice healthy fats, then we're going to change the way people are eating, which means that if we can change the guidelines that Nina Teichot is trying to do with the Nutrition Coalition and introduce low-carb and ketogenic diets and healthy fats, then what happens is that nutritional guidelines can then impact the subsidies that we are giving in America in the farm bill. And we are subsidizing obesity in America. We are subsidizing and pushing up the cost of healthcare in America because we are creating an epidemic of unhealthy people. And so we need this farm bill to change. It is the most boring piece of legislation in America. And if farm bill, nobody listens to it. But it what is ultimately has to kind of like change so we can live healthy, vibrant lives. Absolutely. I mean, it's really great. The, the bigger purpose that you have with that, Dorian, because um, there are, again, so many ways that I can ask you questions here. Um, but I do think that um, where you'll see the, the tides change is when ultimately the insurance companies come on board to what you're doing because they realize it's actually saving them money. And yeah, I think yeah. that's when you know, like when you, right? Right. That's that, when you that, know. That piece, piece right there is like, if I was the CEO of any big insurance company right now, and I'm looking at the cost that is that of, of, of people being unwell uh, on, in my hospital, I'd be like, well, hold on. Why don't I just take the spread? They've got bigger payments that they're making. I make them healthier. I take the spread of those payments. If I was a capitalist, that's what I'd be doing. I think Verta Health actually in San Francisco have just put their money where their mouth is with that and saying, you know what? We won't take any money from you unless we get results. That's yeah. healthcare. That's as yeah. it should be. You know what I mean? And I think it's yeah. changing, but it's like a ship in the ocean that takes a long time to change for oh, sure. Yeah. But where, where the genius is, again, with what you're doing is the research part of it, too, because if you look at the old research part of it, I'm sure you're aware of this, where it's not ketogenic diets that they've tested. I mean, they've put so much carbs in those diets. If you look a lot at those, those studies, not the ones that showed um, benefits for, uh, for epilepsy and so forth, but when they test just the ketogenic diet, um, their, their carbs are way higher than anyone would ever be if they had a keto mojo to see if their glucose and their carbs <laughs> are in the right place, right? So I think when you actually control for a properly done study so that now you actually show validity and reliability and so forth, um, and on top of that, you're saving healthcare dollars, um, I, I do think you'll see an avalanche there. That's really great that you're doing that for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, it, it's funny, um, Miriam Kalamian, um, you know, I, I, when, you, when you hear her talk, she talks about the, the, the black six rat model that they use quite often. And you see the chow that they're actually feeding them at saying it's low carb. Well, well it's not. It, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's still higher carb in relationship. And the fat that they're putting in there is, is Crisco. Um, and you're like, really, you're putting in an awful fat that anybody on a well-regulated ketogenic diet is never going to be consuming anything that looks anywhere like that. So this, you know, what I'm hearing like Doug and Pam Divine over at Low Carb USA, they're working right now to put together a standard of care. You know, there is not yet even an SOC 
on, on what is considered a well-regulated ketogenic diet. And that's just like get the base kernel. You know, you're having luminaries in different factions saying, this is what I recommend, or there's, there's you know, Westman will say 20 grams total, or you say Berg might say this amount, or you might have uh, the other doctors, kind of like, like Dr. Nisha Winters. Everyone's prescribing something different. So we need to get a basic kernel of the standard of care and then satellite around that, the specialities that needed for neurological or for cancer or for epilepsy in that bit. And so that when a doctor is looking to prescribe it, that they have the tools at hand and they know that they're gonna get the best amount of success. And that's why we also have to fund the clinical trials to the data set that is, that is there that continues on. And uh, yeah, I think it's the most rewarding thing I have ever done in my life. And it's, it's kind of like one of those kind of like pieces where, you know, you make a difference in people's lives and you know, that, that in itself is, is the best thing that you could really want. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky in that respect. For sure. And you know, there's no, there's no coincidence that you're successful when you tied on a greater purpose like that to a, you know, to commerce for sure. Um, the other thing I would say too, though, is, it's amazing because I, you know, I study super hard in terms of the genetics and the methylation and nutrigenomics and, and over and over and over and over again and study this stuff. But really, when you break it all down, it comes to common sense, doesn't it, Dorian, in terms of making sure that you're eating food that looks like it came from the earth, right? And, and yeah. you're making sure that you're staying hydrated. You're making sure that you're getting good sunlight and you're making sure you're getting good oxygen and making sure that you're drinking healthy water, making sure you your relationship. All of that is really nice. Who doesn't want to have a nice walk on the beach? Who doesn't want to get out and, and listen to the, to the forest? You know, where we lived up on Mount Vida, I could have my window open at, at night and I could hear the sound of the pelated woodpeckers or the red tailed hawks coming on by and it was super quiet. Who doesn't want to sit down to a really nice meal with friends and family? and still enjoy a glass of wine, you know, and which you can do and, or, you know, finish it off with a little bit of whiskey and rocks. It's still keto. Just be careful because you are such a lightweight when you are keto. Makes me a cheap date. Um, <laughs> but you know, those are the kind of like things that is, that is enjoyable. You want to go swimming with the family. Great. Uh, I, you know, I talk about exercise to people and I say like, oh, how important is it? It's like, it's only important is if you go out and do it and you enjoy it. It could be taiko drumming. If that's, that what gets you out and gets you movement. It could be dancing uh, if you want, uh, anything like that. And then you suddenly realize that your life is far more vibrant and, and enjoyable. Um, I, want, I want to live a long life and die young, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it feels great to feel great. And I think what yeah. happens is a lot of people have not felt great for a long time. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, what happens is that brain somewhat plasticizes into that high stress, high frequency, um, uh, sympathetically driven. Uh, and then there's addictions with it, right? There's uh, in terms of the addiction of the, the cells to need the glucose, that Pavlovian dog, and it becomes either negative or positive. And I guess it's just more of you know, bringing it back all together, the Keto Mojo, which, um, which we've talked about, really gives us that accountability to make the proper steps to, to create the plasticity in the body and, and the behavior and the mindset to, be, to feel great versus to feel crappy. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. You know, I know what it was like to live under the cloud and to, to, to be in that stress situation. And, and, it, and it did take work. It took me six months, you know, to lose all of that, that weight. And it's not going to happen overnight. And, you know, people, the, this eat less, move more BS that you get out there, um, you know, you've got to get rid of that, that noise. And then when you go out and you take a look and I've been over the diet doctor's website and you see the success stories of people and we see here these success stories every single day. And you look at it and go like, wow, I came off all of my medications. I just saw a lovely one come on my Facebook feed where somebody showed back where they were in um, um, 2016 and they had all of these pills and now they see them in 2017 and then they had half a pill. That's fantastic. When I have a friend of mine whose mother's come off all of her medications, we've sponsored the American Diabetic Association's Tour de Cure ride, and we wanted to show the ADA what a Tour de Cure should be. We put them under the provisions of Rida Health. We had at-risk riders. Every single one of the at-risk riders came off their medications. Their blood glucose came from triple digits down into double digits. Um, they, Mary, um, Jamie Priestley lost over 32 pounds and we wanted to say, Hey, there's another way here. Here we are. We're here to help you out. So we're looking forward to seeing these big organizations start to pivot and quietly there are rumors that that might happen, but it's going to take more work. The work of what Nina Teicholz is doing with the nutritional coalition, the work that what Pam and Doug is doing at the low care, the state of chair, and more importantly, what you're doing and what lots of other podcasts are doing because we need like a it needs to come it's got to be a grassroots up and it needs to be a, a top-down approach and we're eventually going to meet in the middle and when we're going to, going to come through out that because the truth will out i mean we, we see it every day and uh i see the tide turning and it's kind of like great to be a part of that yeah oh absolutely i just don't want to be the debbie downer in terms of how does the pharmaceutical industry you know dig its heels in and make sure that you know that's the that's the big albatross in the in the in all of this um but i do think though um there's a place there's a there's a place there though um like when we partnered with cedar sinai hospital um for the gbm um they're going to use a specific drug in that trial so, you know, let's not, I mean, the work that those scientists have done, I mean, med you know, the, the medical profession is absolutely fantastic. Has there been some twisting and changing in it? Absolutely. But if you can partner with them and if you can, we can show that perhaps uh, a patient could have 40% more life by using this drug and with a well-regulated ketogenic diet, or have a better quality of life. That's what it is. Let's not say that the keto, keto is not the panacea and cure-all. You know, we still need good medication and really good trained doctors who are open it. And, you know, and it's not just going to be the one thing. It's going to be this standard of care with this amount of sleep, with this nutrition, with um, making sure that you're getting the, the sunlight, getting rid of any of the toxics that are in your home, um, and by making sure that each one of those incremental pieces will add up to the whole of the greatest amount of chances of success. And that's the ultimate goal. So it's, it's not, you can't just choose one thing and think it's going to give you the magic pill. It, there's all of the others that need to come on and coming into play to get that holistic result.
Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's really a, when it's a win-win for everyone, that's where you have that whole synergy. I just get the concern with the gouging as an example in terms of, I, you know, I wanted to, that's how I got into the Keto Mojo. I used one of the competitors that I had to get from eBay. And uh, I remember when I went to go get the strips just on a regular one before I even got the ketones, I went into the store and I went to get a, um, just a glucometer and they asked me for my prescription. I said, no, I don't have a prescription. And, I was, and so it was dumbfounded for one, why would you be buying it if you didn't have it? And then number two, if I didn't have the script, the difference in pricing between buying it for cash and buying it with an insurance base, that was a real eye opener to me in terms of, wow, it's a really, it's a really profitable illness, you know, unfortunately. I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because we are working on it. I have another team that we've recently engaged and our, my goal is to try and get this so it can be prescribed, that it is covered by the health insurance companies. But this is really kind of like difficult because ketones are, are measured as, a, as just as somebody's going into ketoacidosis, which only happens with a rare occasion of a type one diabetic. And so what we basically have here is that we need to be able to showcase and prove that using this product for that particular ailment, it can be, um, what's the word? It can be pres prescribed. And sorry, I got my dog down here. It's just uh -huh. love. And, um, uh, and so what basically happens is that what we need to to do is try and get past that and that takes longer because you have to convince an insurance company that it has this effect that's why we're trying to fund the clinical trials so that ultimately we can show that people can prescribe it which can bring the cost down to the individual rather than having to pay out of pocket you can still pay by an fsa and an hsa direct on our cut on our website by the way uh, if oh great you can do that right. uh, only direct right. on our website not through amazon but you can do it that way uh, right. If it doesn't get accepted by your insurance company via FSA, HSA, let us know and we will write to them and get that changed. Right. And and so just to let them know, so I will have uh, some links under this podcast and I do have the ability to do some some discounts, you know, I think as a being yes. a, um, as a affiliate. Um, but what is the website though? So, that they, so, would so, so they can, they can click through your link, come directly right. through our Keto Mojo website, they will get the right. discount because of your affiliate deal and they can still pay by their FSA card and the HSA at the same oh, time. Oh, awesome. So That's we, great. We, we, we stacked it all up on, on that one there. So ketomojo.com. Yeah. But use That's your link first. Yeah, hey, listen, I mean, I, I'm just happy that you're on the call. I, I, I didn't know all this about you, Dorian. I got to tell you, and I'm really impressed with your greater mission. And it's a really good learning lesson for those that um, are trying to build their 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 model too to have a greater purpose for sure. Let me ask you just one last question. As far as um, what's in the works, are you looking into doing any uh, continual glucose monitoring or continual? Is there anything in the works for that? We we have evaluated the CGM model, and I want to come back to what we spoke to before. We found that people test a lot to begin with, and then they don't need to test. So. Our goal is that we need to bring down the barriers of testing and the cost of CGMs right now on those patches. It's, it's very much for the affluent. And the obesity rates uh, cuts across uh, economic strata. So our goal is how do we drive down the price? So the only way to do that is scale. So we're going to go global first. So we're going into other countries and places like that so we can get greater amounts of scale to bring down the price and the, and the cost. As being the, the number one sort of like brand, that then gives us the leverage to be able to go and be able to license 
the IP, perhaps maybe for a CGM. Uh, however, uh, I, I still don't think it's quite the right way. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, listen, I, I agree with you in what you said, too, in, in terms of the barriers and also just the fact that um, you can you you can learn uh, and as you learn um, you don't need it anymore and you can do that with a, a simple pinprick for sure I yeah. just so yeah so awesome well Dorian I, I want to thank you so much I really am super impressed with with you know your story and and what you've brought to the market and and all the ways that you're you know you're you're researching and and your greater missions and it's really really impressive I want to thank you so much for being here well, well, thank you. And more importantly, is like, you're the tip of the spear. What you do in teaching people is more important. I mean, yes, I do bring this thing, but it is like, if it wasn't for people like you that are out there trying to actively make the difference, we wouldn't have been had the success of, of what we have. Because it, it does take a team. I, uh, I'm just the head of the company and uh, the founder and my wife and I work together on it. But I also have a great team that'll come to the table to make this a, a, um, a success. And so I think it's very important for the, the community to remember to come together because we can only win this is if the community is, is solidified together uh, and, and moving forward. Um, so, you know, when, if you've got a new friend who is looking to go keto, spend the time to have a, a cup of coffee with them, chat about it, let them know how you did it uh, and how you were successful. Because sometimes it's the lay people teaching the lay people is, is what's going to get it. We can only change the world one person at a time. And, uh, but we can change the world quite simply. Absolutely. And then just to echo the system, you know, the system of the body, you start with the cells where, which are each individual person and then they come together and they form a system. And if they're synergistic and they, um, they aren't being, you know, in that ecosystem, they're not trying to prioritize or I guess, not prioritize, just um, overextend their boundary, and it's more of a win-win situation. Um, that whole ecosystem does better, and I think that's that's the main summary of of this entire interview. So exactly. I wanted to uh, thank you so much, Dorian. I really do appreciate it, and I hope that you have an awesome you know rest of the day and an amazing, amazing year coming up. Yeah, we're going to look forward to it. It's going to be a good year. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Dorian. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen, and we'll talk to you soon.